Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Tuesday, January 30th, 2024, and this is episode 622 of the Lost Project podcast, and it's titled Take Me Out to the Ball Game, and I'll be chatting about a trip to a baseball game a long, long time ago, possible union thug retaliation, and a truck update, uh, and see what else we get into. I got a few more things on the list. First, let's check in with the coffee crew, see who's hanging out, grab a cup, and hang out for about an hour. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How's everyone doing? James in early writing a novel, uh, but interesting enough, interesting enough, it uh, it ties into uh, my childhood. Uh, I was talking about uh, old baseball player Ryan Sandberg and how he was related and a little story about him. And... Um, yeah, I was a third baseman in high school, or not high school, I didn't make it to high school, but um, Grasshoppers, Little League, that at that time period of baseball, I uh, I played third base, and it was probably because I was big enough to throw from third to first uh, when I got stuck over there. And then it stuck, it stuck, so I appreciate Ryan Sandberg right from, uh, right from my... Uh, right from my time where I was liking baseball quite a bit and uh, got me to look into the Mets a little bit because uh, I was curious. I was curious um, the Mets third baseman through the, the eighties. And uh, I recalled, I recalled Howard Johnson was, uh, was one of them. And then he disappeared for a year and I couldn't remember quite how it went down. I was like eight years old maybe 10 and um yeah they moved him to center field and then back to third so little tidbit for you when you're on jeopardy and you uh, get asked that question and you win a shitload of money remember who told you the answer to that good morning jim how we doing rachel rewilder life how we doing good morning and uh glad you finally stopped coughing and holy crap the cat uh your cat last night saw the post this morning in the telegram group about rachel's cat falling two stories um and being fine which isn't necessarily a huge thing but um yeah i guess the cat's got spinal bifida and can't jump and all sorts of fun stuff and uh it, it's fine so hey good on it good on it good morning k bonk and pip was in way early talking about confucius saying man with four balls has hard time walking uh let's see let's see jim says uh we went to shea stadium for mets games when i was a kid tom Seaver, willie mays days um that must have been in your uh like 20s or 30s right really right <laughs> Chase Stadium was uh Shea Stadium was there when you were a kid, Jim. Good morning, Chris Dixon. How are we doing? <laughs> Rewilder Life says uh the cat's been playing us with her with her supposed disability. <laughs> she fits right into society today, Rachel. She just fits right into society today. Um Jim, I figured you would be going to like Brooklyn Dodgers games, um, maybe, maybe even before that. The Polo Grounds, is that what was there? <laughs> uh, 
gingerbread farm says imagine being 10 and in like 87 and being asked what you did this weekend not much just played baseball with ryan sandberg yeah um yeah well i got a good story for you guys about a baseball game but i'm gonna i'm gonna give you one a little quicker that that kind of leads in that leads into um a different story um gingerbread says imagine being 10 and uh and playing catch with ryan sandberg how about um i would have been probably eight or nine yeah it was after they won the world series uh and my parents my parents my dad was big into the elks club um fraternal order of elks and we used to they used to go to uh they were really good uh they had like a, a competition thing that they did through the elks club and uh their lodge was really good and so they used to go to competitions and they'd end up going to the national composition competition you know basically a big convention guys get together compete and compete and drink uh and hang out brothership fellowship whatever and so we used to go and stay with family members or whatever when they would go on the trip well one year they took us uh and we went down to atlanta we took a trip down to atlanta we were, i was super excited because we we're going to go to fulton county stadium and see the mets play the braves and at that time the mets braves rivalry was through the roof um big huge rivalry so i was excited about that and so we get down to the hotel we stayed i don't know marriott downtown atlanta super cool hotel especially for an eight-year-old and um we we get there we spend the first night and the next morning my dad is like hey uh you'll never guess who i saw at the bar last night I'm like a little kid. I'm like, oh, I don't know who he goes, Dwight Gooden. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I was sitting next to this guy at the bar and I look over and he had a World Series ring on his finger. They had won the World Series the year or two years before. And they were so they were staying at our hotel. I got to spend three days hanging out in the pool at the at the hotel with all my fucking heroes like uh roger mcdowell howard johnson dwight gooden um uh all all of these guys just hung out at the pool all day playing with the kids and i was like holy shit this was it was amazing it was absolutely amazing so that was pretty cool when i was a kid yeah almost like spending a saturday afternoon playing baseball with ryan sandberg <laughs> Tim says before Cracker Jacks, um, Hunter, good morning, hanging out over on Twitch all by myself. Uh, back with Butcher, good morning, good morning. Uh, K Bong says, didn't major leaguers feel like a million miles away from central New York to you? It did for me, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, New York City was a, a, a million miles away, and then you had Pittsburgh and Cleveland they were all like relatively the same distance from where I was. So there was that. Uh... <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh... Jim says I was born in Long Island about 20 minutes from Shay. Nice, 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 nice. Um, Backwood says we're talking sports ball today. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I, the 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 lead story here I'm going to get into in just a second is a little little more about me and a little less about sports. But uh, yeah, 
yeah, <laughs> backwards. This does not surprise me after seeing the picture of you at 21. He says, I got benched in T-ball. I, I figured they might have just made you the, the manager, the equipment manager. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's in the cup? What's in the cup? We got light Peruvian today. Not Hector, uh, not Hector, the light Colombian. We got uh, the light Peruvian. I don't know if the light Peruvian has a name yet. If uh, scrambling, if you're out there, if you're out there, Pickle Pete, does uh, does the light Peruvian have a name or does the coffee crew have to uh, start working on that? Now, you got to remember, it's got to be a, uh, a term related to coffee. Hector is a unit of uh, land measurement. And um, I can't remember what the, the Costa Rican girl's name is yet. But, uh, yeah. Light Peruvian this week, guys. Uh, Chris Dixon says, I played ball for 13 years. And out in the prairies, you get to pretend meeting your heroes. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. <laughs> Jim says, Kyle got bringing knives and they'd leave them in the outfield. It was a safety issue. <laughs> All a pan flute. Jesus. Oh, anyway. Anyway, if you guys are ready, if you guys are ready here, I'll uh, I'll share an experience with you. It was, uh, it was brought to my attention again yesterday. Brought to my brought to my attention yesterday after sending my wife a TikTok. And we had a good laugh. And she says, hey, you remember this? That was probably the funniest story, uh, one of the funnier stories of your life. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was. It was hilarious. And she's like, yeah, it was. I should tell it on my show tomorrow. So hopefully you guys find it as interesting as me. Uh, so we're going to take back probably, I would have to say, 15 years ago-ish relatively shortly after Corey and I met. Yeah, we were still in our apartment. I was, uh, I was running, I was trying to uh, start up my own business. I was, uh, I was serving legal page. I was serving legal papers, uh, for lawyers, uh, you know, process server, like pineapple express dude, uh, no costumes, but lots of adventures. Uh, and recently the twins, the Minnesota twins baseball club had just opened their new stadium. Uh, I had helped build the stadium with the, the company I'd worked for prior. Uh, we made a lot of the risers that the, the benches sat on. We made a lot of the, the architectural, uh, decorative, concrete um, facings and things for the stadium. And so I was kind of tied to it a little bit. I did really enjoy baseball at that time in my life. And uh, I did. I enjoyed taking in a game. And Corey didn't mind going to the game, like watching baseball on the TV was out, but uh, going to a game, being outside, if it was nice weather, she she could tolerate that. Uh, and so with the opening of the new stadium, I had a uh, I had someone tell me, hey, um, you buy a single ticket up in the upper deck or wherever you can get because single tickets, the, the stadium was pretty much sold out except for single tickets. Unless you bought them on like StubHub and paid a shitload of money. And so somebody was like, you buy a single ticket and then you walk around and you see all the views and you really know what view is worth spending the money to go to the game. If you're going to buy a couple tickets or group or you're going to go again. I was like, well, that's a perfect idea. That's a perfect idea. 
I run my own business. I'm my own boss. I can take a day off and go to a baseball game. So I found a day game. I don't even, I don't even uh, really understand, or I don't really remember who was playing, but it was in the first, um, I, I, I did, uh, I did, it was early in the season. It was, um, it was early in the season. And it was a day game. I picked a day game because I didn't necessarily want to go down there by myself at night. I like to spend my evenings with Corey, but she was going to be at work. I picked a day game. I bought a ticket. Ticket was really actually a decent seat. Um, and so the night before, Corey and I, um, at, at one point in our lives, used to really, really indulge in alcohol a lot a lot and me me a lot a lot and um since i didn't have to serve any papers the next day i wasn't making any calls i wasn't dropping into any law offices or anything like that i decided i was going to really tie one on because you know i had basically a vacation day to go to baseball game perfect why not be hung over to go sit outside in the sun and bake so we, we uh, uh, well, I especially decided to tie one on that night. I got pretty rip-roaring drunk. And the next morning I woke up and, like, my mouth was, like, cemented shut, you know, like, hungover, dehydrated, super dehydrated. Can't stand to, to, see, the, to see the sun. And so I, I get myself around and I'm heading down to the baseball game. I stop at the gas station. I forgot my sunglasses. I had to buy like cheap sunglasses at the gas station. I bought a huge Gatorade. I drive down to the game and I make it down there. Probably could have got a DUI. Well, I definitely could have got a DUI on the way to the game at like noon. <laughs> pour over, pour over Pam the light Peruvian. Whew. Anyway, anyway, I uh, I drink my Gatorade super fast. I, I drive down to the game. We were only like maybe 15 minutes where we live, 15, 20 minutes from the stadium when there wasn't any traffic. And so I got down there. I parked. I walked in the stadium. I found my seat and I sat down and I was just like, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this game. Holy shit. And, you know, running your own business and everything, it, um it's nice because you get these days off. And so I, I said, you know, I'll, uh, I'll hang, I'll hang, uh, I'll hang here and see it. I'll just maybe feel better. I'll take, take a nap or something. So I'm standing there watching or sitting there watching the, the start to the game or not the start to the game, like the warm ups on the field that I got there super early. And I'm sitting in my seat. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm hungry. Nothing I could, nothing I could go for more than like a, a nice baseball stadium hot dog, a brat. Uh, you know, Midwest we got brats going like crazy out there. So I go up and I order a brat and a and a coke. No beer, no beer. I decided I wasn't drinking. I probably, if I had tried to drink that day, I would have just thrown it right back up. So uh, no drinking. I grab a, I grab a brat. I get it all fixed up and uh, I go back to my seat. I sit down, <coughs> I eat my brat and the game's getting close to starting. The stands are filling up and my row fills up and, and the guy sits down next to me and I'm talking to him. And, and it was a really, it was a beautiful view in the stadium. Like you could see the cityscape and all of this. And uh, one of the buildings across the, uh, across the outfield, I was behind uh, like between home base and third base in the lower deck 
And you could see out over the, the, the side of the stadium, one of the buildings that the lawyer that I work, that one of the lawyers I serve papers for was in that building. So I got talking to the guy next to me and he, um, he's sitting on my right side. I don't know. Is that reverse for you guys? Is that my left on the screen or is that my right? Um, they were, they were sitting on my right side talking to him and, uh, what do you do? He goes, Oh, an architect. And I said, Oh, Oh, he's like, what do you do? I said, Oh, I serve legal papers. Um, got talking about that a little bit. I said, I'm starting my own business. You know, I got a few clients here and there, blah, blah, blah. And I said, actually, uh, I actually work for a, a, a law firm across the street. Oh, it is. So it does mirror interest. Interesting. Are you sure you could tell your left from your right, Kyle? So I, uh, I tell him I, I serve papers for somebody in that building. And uh, some of the other clients is like, oh, man, I work for I, my my office is in that building. That's cool. Blah, blah, blah. We talk. We talk. Um, K-Bong says a brat with kraut. No kraut. Only mustard. He says it's the mustard that matters to me. Yeah. Mustard on a brat. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and so I have a conversation with the guy. The game starts. I talk to him for about the first two or three innings. And, um, then I was like, I got to go walk around a, I was hung over as a, as a son of a bitch. And, and two, my intention at being at the game was to see the view from all over the stadium. So I was going to go walk up to the upper deck on both sides of the field. I was going to walk out to the outfield. I was going to walk to the other side, like all the different areas. Cause it's, it was one of those newer stadiums that had some of the, had some of the uh, weird kind of, um, yeah, you could. It, it was just, it, it was a different, it wasn't a traditional baseball stadium. If you've ever been there, you kind of know what I mean. There's like better views from different places than you would think. So I walk around the stadium. It is absolutely packed. Like, you know, uh, new stadium opening, beautiful day, sold out game. And when you're going through the corridors, I'm like shoulder to shoulder with people kind of um, milling in and about. So for the next, you know, three or four innings, I walk around and walk around the whole stadium. I get a bunch of good views. I, I come back to the seat that I had, my my seat. I sat down. I, I talked to the guy for a little bit more. I talked to the other guy on the other side of me. And it comes to be about the eighth inning. And I had to piss finally. Like I was so dehydrated from drinking the night before. I, I finally had to take a piss. Um. K-Bong says that's a dome, correct? Carrier was built, uh, was a bit smaller. That was the Metrodome. This was when they opened the actual outdoor baseball stadium in, in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. They used to play in the dome. Um, so finally, I had to take a piss. So dehydrated. I had had like a Gatorade, a water, Coke, another water. And finally, I'm like, oh, I got to take a piss. So I walk through, I wade my way through the wade my way through the crowd and I go I walk into the the men's room and you know it's super busy. And I take a leak and I I turn around and I go over to the sink, washing my hands. I look up at the mirror and no shit, no shit. I had mustard on my face from the corner of my mouth to my ear. Like I bit the brat when I was eating it 
before the fucking game started and the mustard shot like up my face and just dried like a streak across my face. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like dried yellow stain. I had walked all over that stadium. I'd walked all over. People must have been looking at me. Uh, the dude that I talked to for like three innings was sitting on the side of me that the mustard was on my face. I was like, no, 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 no. So I scrubbed that shit off. You know, it still left a streak on it. Like, I'm like, man, I can't go back to my seat now. Not with the mustard gone. Like now he knows that I know it was there. And so I'm walking around. And I'm listening to the announcements. I'm listening to the announcements in the in the stadium. And it was like the special ed uh, appreciation day, like the special Olympics day. And I started looking around and it was like the day that they brought all the special Olympics kids to the baseball game. And I'm like, I wonder if that's why you didn't say anything. I wonder, I, I sat there and told this guy that I was running a business and he might have thought that. <laughs> like, what the hell? How do you talk to somebody for that long and they don't tell you you got a bright yellow streak, like a four inch bright yellow streak on your face? That was horrible. It's horrible. I don't know how many thousands of people saw me that day. It was rough, guys. It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> so if you ever see me eating something with mustard, would you please check my face? <laughs> Tim says you're high. You are high functioning. Wait, you're not. <laughs> Ginger says he's the partner at the office you serve for. No, he was an architect at a different on a different floor. Oh man, it was um man, my my family, Corey and her parents, they they really like that story. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what was wrong with me that I told them that, but once I did, it was all over. It was all over. If I if I if I even pick up the mustard bottle, it uh, it it comes up. It comes up for sure. Anyway, that was those are my two baseball stories. <laughs> I actually I have a I have a lot of baseball stories. I, did, I watched a lot of baseball as a kid, um, and went to a lot of games. Went to a lot of different stadiums across the across the country. Uh, I did <laughs> rewilder life. Asked if I got any mustard in my stocking. No, I, I've never received any mustard as a gift from them. Thanks. Now I will. <laughs> What's on your Christmas list? Uh, French's yellow. What's that? I do have a birthday coming up. What's what's on your birthday list? French is yellow. <laughs> what? I've been a mustard fan too my whole life. Uh, they used to make fun of me at the when I had my one of my first jobs. Um, one of my first jobs at the at the golf course. I I did the front desk and I used to I used to ask for my hamburger and I would ask for the yellow mustard. Instead of the gray Poupon shit, I didn't like that when I was a kid, that spicy, spicy red mustard. Um, they're spicy brown mustard, not red. That's ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I used to ask for the yellow mustard, 
and they used to bust my balls uh, so much. I was like 14, 15 years old. And then they started calling me salad mustard because the the actual jar, the French's uh, bottle said classic yellow salad mustard. So because I was a dick and wanted the yellow mustard instead of the Grey Poupon or whatever they had, um, they used to then make me, they'd call me salad mustard. Now they now Corey calls me mustard face. <laughs> Backwood says I'm classy. I'll send you some stone ground. I was gonna. I was. I was contemplating names for the episode this morning, and I. Uh, I told Corey I was gonna do. Um, pardon me. Do you have any gray poupon, Kyle? You're probably not even old enough to remember that commercials. Those commercials. Are you? Does everybody else remember the gray poupon commercials? Kyle's always asked. Gingerbread got it. Gingerbread gets it. Gingerbread gets it for sure. <coughs> oh man, probably before his time. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I they they were uh, that was a short blast. I think it was only a couple of years, was it? That uh, Grey Poupon did that, and then they realized it probably wasn't the best marketing campaign. Oh, all right. Well, Google it at some point. Google it some point backwards. Um, <laughs> Jim says the first one was a horse and buggy, not a Rolls Royce. What was that on the moving picture show at the at the Nickelodeon? Did you go down and and uh, and watch it on the movie picture show? That that was one of the ads in between the silent films. Was it Charlie Chaplin? Oh, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's move on. But of course, but of course, <laughs> Dixon says it was silent. It was a silent commercial too, so it lost all this, all the <laughs> effect. All it was was written at the bottom. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> K-Box says he remembers whether it was only yellow. Okay, guys, what do you uh what do you put on a hot dog? What do you what what condiments do you put on a, a traditional all beef frank? If you were say going take me out to the ball game, or you were picking up a hot dog from a street cart in uh, in the city, what do you put on a hot dog? One thing. One thing. There's only one thing you put on that hot dog. Yes. Yes. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate everyone in this, in this, in this chat that, that doesn't destroy a hot dog with ketchup or any of that other nonsense. Put all you want on a hamburger. Do whatever you want on a hamburger. If you're going to eat a solid all beef hot dog, you better put mustard on it. <laughs> K-Bong says yellow onion. Of course you would. <laughs> the only time, the only time you have to put that shit on the other stuff on a hot dog is when it's a low quality, crappy tasting, no flavor hot dog. The all beef Frank 
with mustard is the is the perfect taste combination. You add in the other stuff when you need a little more. I concede that. You're buying shitty hot dogs. <laughs> mustard and sauerkraut. Chili dogs still get mustard underneath. You put the you put the mustard on the bun, put the hot dog in and the chili on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what else do I have on the list today? Well, well, well. Yellow mustard's great on roast beef. What else would you put on roast beef? Uh, I guess horseradish. I do like mustard on a roast beef sandwich for sure. I like I controversial take. I like mustard on a turkey sandwich. Chris Dixon's a shitty hot dog. They're all shitty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anybody into Ambassador hot dogs? You ever had Ambassador? Was that a local thing to um, to the Midwest, to maybe Minnesota? Or was that a nationwide thing? I didn't really start having those until I moved to Minnesota. I don't know if it was because they were local or because I just had never found them in New York. But if you've ever had Ambassador hot dogs, mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. You just take uh, uh, amb- ambassador, ambassador, like, you know, the the guy that's in the embassy. <laughs> Gingerbread says, yes, mustard on turkey, especially if it's dry white meat. Yes. Chris Dixon says, dirty water weenies. <laughs> <laughs> the best was taking them to work with a loaf of bread. You just took the big, like, 50-pack of hot dogs and the loaf of bread and put them in your lunchbox. You heat them up, heat them up in the microwave. <laughs> oh, Nathan's. Uh, yeah, serve the curve. <laughs> who knew? Who knew hot dogs was such a hot topic at 6.30 in the morning? <laughs> What's that? Our dogs love hot dogs. We literally buy hot dogs for the dogs. And when we get them on, when they're on the grocery list, it says dog hot dogs. (laughs) 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 Um, Red hots. Yeah. Backwoods Butcher says, in Key West, there's a hot dog cart. I don't want to hear about you and your hot dogs in Key West. <laughs> Dixon says, tinfoil engine block hot dogs for work. Dude, when I was um, back in New York before I moved, so I would have been in my, it was summer help for a while at this factory. And then... Um, after I decided to sign, after I decided to leave college, after they asked me not to come back anymore, I, um, I, I took a full-time job there and we had a, man, this was so janky. It, it could, it couldn't have been less OSHA approved if, um, if they came in and built it exactly the opposite of approved. It basically was a, a gas line, natural gas line that came out of the floor that used to go to some sort of burner or something. Well, they had cut off the the flex line and put a, uh, a valve on it and then used like a piece of tubing to create like a, a wand 
the wand went under uh it was a corrugated steel pipe factory you know like drainage pipe and so they took like a a 30 or 24 inch or a 30 inch piece of pipe and stood it on end so it was like a cylinder and cut a little hole and put the burner inside that and then had a, a piece of flat steel on the top and basically it was our table it was our work table that we used to stage our uh, little parts and things on when we were making um connector bands that held the pipes together well when you were hungry all you did was clear the table off and light that gas burner and that thing turned into the best fucking griddle you'd ever find Whew, it was <laughs> You set your hand on it. You definitely knew it got hot. <laughs> John's. John's. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Snapper Jim's. Snappers. Yeah. Kaufman's. <laughs> I I miss um, you guys talking all these hot dog places. Grilled snapper, damn, might need to get to Wegmans. I, uh, Wegmans is one place, and then, um, Nick Tahoe's. I, I transitioned from the, the, the hot dog to the garbage plate for sure. That, that was my craving, uh, when I would, when I would need something like that. And then when I moved away, I uh, ended up getting, getting back into the ambassadors for lunch. Publix, Wegmans. I think Wegmans ran its course, though, from what I what I see. I remember when Wegmans opened. Um, maybe, well, maybe not opened, but got big and showed up in West K Bunk. You remember when they put the Wegmans in Corning on Market Street? Not on Market Street, on Bridge Street. <laughs> that was a good day. I remember when we used to uh, when we used to drive all the way to Wegmans to get groceries. It was like the special the special gro grocery trip to drive a half an hour to go to the grocery store. <laughs> backwoods Backwoods is praying that when I come to visit, his dad comes to visit at the same time. Why? K-Box says garbage plate was a hangover cure. Garbage plate was a hangover preventer. I don't know. Um, I don't know how many times I was eating it when I had a hangover. It was usually before I had a hangover. <laughs> K-Box. K-Box definitely understands uh understands the Wegmans. Did you ever uh did you ever visit the Bridge Street Ballet, K-Bonk? Only local know what I know I'm talking about there. <sighs> Kyle's used to smaller hot dogs. Uh, anyway, anyway, we can move. Maybe start to move on here. Uh, man, I talked about the union yesterday, the UPS union and all their shenanigans um, that uh, that they weren't delivering all my any of my stuff. Um <laughs> Avok says that's a throwback. The Bridge Street Ballet is definitely a throwback for sure. Um, no one Google McHale's. McHale's Corning, New York. <laughs> K 
Chris Dixon knows exactly what I'm talking about. The matinees were the best. <laughs> oh, the best is when you go to a small town uh, adult entertainment uh, establishment and you're sitting there and all of a sudden some chick you went to high school with comes out on stage and you're like, whoa. <laughs> Not that that's happened more than one occasion. Oh man, man, the good old days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Backwood says it's like the Grand Canyon. You can't get the by looking at a picture, but you don't truly appreciate it until you see it. Talking about talking about backwoods. In the Grand Canyon. You guys ever hear uh, Tom Arnold talking about Roseanne Barr? Tom Arnold has got to be one of the funniest dudes, um, like silently funny dudes that just in the background because his loud mouth uh, Roseanne was was always running her mouth. But um, I remember distinctly one time someone told Tom Arnold that Roseanne made fun of the size of his dick. It was like, Oh yeah, uh, Tom's got a really small penis, and he's like, "Well, Jesus, even a seven forty-seven looks like looks like a Cessna when it's landing in the Grand Canyon." <laughs> Jim, Jim says, "No touching, sir. That's extra." What if you what if you were like dated them um, in high school? Is that a free pass, or is that a a, a no 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 special dance for you? <laughs> anyway, talked about the talked about the UPS and their union shenanigans yesterday. Uh, that um, that uh, you know, pickle in a mayonnaise jar. Uh, hot dog down a hallway <laughs> just to stay on top thanks chris thanks for circling it back to topic of hot dogs <laughs> and mustard <laughs> oh no no um anyway uh i think the union got mad at me i think somebody i think there's a mole I think there is uh, possibly a listener that works for UPS that sent the signal out. They sent the bat signal out. Um, maybe maybe they have union uh, thugs monitoring the airwaves for any mention of union activity uh, and UPS in the same the same breath. I don't know. Maybe they got an AI bot uh, trained to sniff out the the dissenters. Not sure. Not sure. Anyway. Got noticed that all my packages got delivered yesterday. I was waiting on like six items. <laughs> six items. And so I was out doing my daily, my weekly stuff got moved to Monday this week because we didn't go last week with the with the flooding and everything. So I went down, I did all my, my weekly chores and I hit the post office. And when I went to pick up my packages, smashed to shit, every single one of my boxes was either smashed, partly open, damaged, crushed, or in some way not the way it should have been. Every single one. 
I think it was the Union Thugs. I think the Union Thugs have it out for me now. I don't know if I could be ordering anything through UPS at any more. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, 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 I haven't opened the stuff. And that's a, that's another thing that uh, I was thinking about yesterday with those boxes is since I started this, uh, this influencer program and I want to make videos, all my Amazon stuff, it, it's really hard. It's like being a kid at Christmas time, you get presents and they put them under the fucking tree and you got to sit there and look at them and wait to open them. Because I got home yesterday and all there's shit to do. I couldn't get my uh, get my stuff out and and video uh, unboxing the shit and checking them out stuff like that. It was horrible. I got all this cool stuff sitting in my truck, and I can't even open it till today because I I wanted to I wanted to get the get the video of it. Like fuck. <laughs> Jim says new episode title: Hot Dogs, Strip Clubs, and UPS. Hot dog. The strip club had to close because UPS failed to deliver the hot dogs. <laughs> Rewilder Life says she got so many notifications. What? I mean, okay, Rachel, take a moment and uh, take a moment and start uh, typing. You got all my notifications. So I, I usually post, I've been posting one video a day. I missed yesterday because I didn't preset it up and I, I wasn't feeling well. I'm actually, I actually have this weird, like, uh, I don't know if it's a sinus, sinus thing going on up here, but I got this weird headache I've had right here for a couple days. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should go to a doctor for that. But um, it, uh, I didn't feel the best when I got home. So I, I, I didn't get the, the last video, up, the next video up, but um, I, uh, I, I released one every day last week, one a day, uh, long format, one short format a day, every day, including Sunday. But then you got them all, um, you got all the notifications at once. <laughs> She says, I was thinking how lazy I am and how busy Brian is. He was sitting at home trying to get rid of a headache. And I get a message from Rachel. I just got a ton of notifications from I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> Pip says, uh, sounds like almost every parts delivery I get uh, also from Union. <laughs> Hunter says, am I going to put the put in the vid how hammered to crap and late your boxes were? Well, I I um I took that video yesterday of the boxes and posted it in the Telegram group. And then I realized I probably shouldn't smash on the union too hard with the video attached to it because um I could see my address in one of them. And then I stopped. Um I stopped thinking that was too bad because it's not my address. It's the post office address. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But they might put my name on a list or something and piss on all my packages or do something stupid like that. Accidentally lose them. <laughs> we don't know where your package is, sir. 
Chris Dixon says I got one of my UPS packages yesterday, and it still says it's in Vancouver. Of course, of course. Oh yeah, so I don't know. It might have been. Uh, it might have been thug. Jesus, pickle Pete, you're gonna have to go back and listen to this one. <laughs> we got a name for the light Peruvian, by the way. <laughs> Gingerbread Farm says, what's your address? Homeless guy. <laughs> Pickle Pete, we got a name for the Peruvian. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher says, we need to name the light Peruvian. We need to name it Pour Over Pam, the light Peruvian. Her parents were expats. I'm going to order, I'm just going to order boxes full of mustard. So when they smash them, it sprays all over them. It's kind of like what we did with the chickens when they were eating eggs. Do you guys know this trick? All right, here's your, here's your, your price of entry uh, paid off. If it hasn't been so far talking about uh, mustard and, and hot dogs and strip clubs and all of the nonsense, <laughs> the price of admission, you get egg eaters. Uh, your chickens are eating your eggs. You will, uh, you can solve it or at a minimum determine who the perpetrator is by taking an egg. You take a, a good egg. You poke a hole in the shell. You don't crack it open. You have to poke a hole in the shell and you drain out the egg. You make the hole big enough that you can fit the tip of the mustard bottle in the um, in the in the hole, and you fill the egg shell with mustard. And then the next day, you go down and you put the the mustard egg in the nest that they lay in because you know you can have fourteen nesting boxes and they lay like thirty eggs in the same box. So you put that mustard egg or two in there. You wait a day. Sure as shit, you'll go down there and there'll be a fucking chicken with a bright yellow face. Huh? Just like me. Or he says, just like me. <laughs> and I, uh, the thing is, if they taste it and they don't like it, they stop eating the eggs. If they taste it and they'll like it, we had one drop fucking dead, and I think it was because it ate too much mustard. <laughs> so problem solved. Um, problem solved either way. Either way. K-Bong says mustard has other uses. It, 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 it works as a coloring and a dye for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, there you go. $100. <laughs> Everybody, everybody wants Corey to come and sit next to me for the show. <laughs> she just, she just changed her hours, guys. She's, she's actually working right now. She's chimed in more while she's been working this morning. <laughs> war paint. K-Bong says war paint. I'm going to start shipping mustard to, uh, start shipping mustard to Texas. Put on, put on your war paint, boys. Peanut gallery. <laughs> Dixon says the peanut gallery is on point this morning. 
gingerbread now that's not nice i don't want to hurt or maim anyone he says unfortunately you can't ship tannerite go ahead and smash that one i mean there is that there is that jim says for the latecomers brian will now will be known as salad mustard or mustard face or old yellow chick old yellow cheek or you could guys call me chief yellow cheek Oh, hey Jim, you coming to SRF this uh, this spring and or fall? Do they will they let you out of the retirement home to to make another trip to Tennessee? Man, <laughs> oh, what else? What else? A uh, little update. Uh, little update on the truck, if you can find it. <laughs> Little update on the truck. I uh, drove it uh, the last few days. A couple of shorter. If I don't break a hip in the fall, <laughs> he says. He says if I don't break a hip, maybe fall. I was reading that as if I don't break a hip, if I maybe fall. <laughs> like you, do you plan? Do you plan your uh, your tumbles? <laughs> uh truck truck update if you didn't hear last week i was i had a few um if <laughs> we had a had an issue with the truck uh i took off the one day and uh had a misfire i had my my um little scale code reader my scanner that i used to check the code and it was a misfire in one of the in one of the um cylinders number four to be specific cleared it it came back a little it came back uh on that same trip and then i cleared it out again and two or three days i just went short trips a mile to two down to the post office to the gas station um and then i hadn't seen any issues hadn't had any codes come back up again and yesterday i took it on uh on the big trip <laughs> the big trip down to savannah uh which is you know 20 minutes 25 minutes uh one way and um, nothing, nothing. So I'm thinking James and Pip were all over it, and maybe any somebody else that uh, chimed in. I'm thinking the wet, the nasty wet humidity, and a short. So if it comes back, that's going to be a pain in the ass to find. <laughs> Bagwood says you should repaint the truck yellow <laughs> or just pinstripes like your face. <laughs> Chris Dixon says drive over a mustard bottle and never wash it. Oh my God. I can't even, maybe because it didn't happen to me, but it, saying driving over a mustard bottle and never wash it just, just made something pop into my head from, uh, from about 25 years ago. <laughs> Good morning, John Palmer. It has been an absolute shit show. If you want to giggle a little bit, you might want to listen to the whole thing back. Uh, one last, one last little thing about mustard. Before I take off, man, mustard has really been an integral part of my life. Huh. Huh. Anyway, I was in college, uh, University of Buffalo, University at Buffalo, at Buffalo, not of, uh, State SUNY, State University of New York at Buffalo. Big school, big school. 
had a really cool dormitory that uh, was modeled after a, a, a federal penitentiary. That was an interesting thing to find out. And the reason it was, was because it was built during the time of all the student protests all over the country at colleges, and they wanted to be able to contain them like prisoners. Yeah, fun fact. Fun, fun, fun fact. Uh, so I had a bunch of really, I had a bunch of uh, really cool roommates, friends there. And, um, the second year, my sophomore year, we all got a room together. <laughs> we got a, got a room together and, um, we, so we lived together for the year and we were moving in the second semester moving in the second semester and the way it was set up is our dorm room our windows faced the the entry like there was an entry loop uh like a u driveway and then a parking lot and from the parking lot the 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 sidewalk like walked and if you didn't turn to go into the door if you walked straight down the sidewalk into the building you would like walk right under our our room but we were on the third floor so we were sitting there and we might have partaken in a little cereal or lettuce or salad or whatever you want to call it. We might have been a little not right in the head. And we see our fourth roommate coming up the sidewalk. Hadn't seen him in a month or so. We were really good friends. And so one of my other friends, and this is why I probably didn't remember it uh, immediately because I didn't neither of these activities decided that he was going to grab the little uh, grab the mustard bottle out of the mini fridge and throw it at him out the window out the third story window so he uh, he yells he yells hey alan mustard bottle out the window Shorts uh, just uh, lands a little short of him and literally explodes all over him yeah <laughs> mustard and album covers stomping dorm fun oh album covers and stomping mustard plug john palmer says by the way i always go back and listen to the whole thing well i mean thank you i appreciate that um Mustard Plug. Did you ever, you guys ever seen Mustard Plug, uh, the ska band? Do you know what ska is? They were a, they were a solid, solid ska band. I got to see them a bunch of times. Mustard Bomb, Mustard Bombed. Yeah. Dixon says water balloons with mustard and mayo. God, you guys are messed up. You guys are messed up. We just threw the bottle. Backwards Butcher said, I had a friend that put sardines in someone's heating system in their truck. Oh, man. Fish emulsion. Fish emulsion in the in the front vents where you have to take the whole dash off to get it apart. And that's even if you ever figure out where it is or what it is. Uh, there are, yeah, several several car pranks that, uh, that we could talk about. But I don't know if I want to incriminate myself. Turning someone's small car sideways in their parking spot when you park on both sides of it. When you get home from the bar, you don't like the person. They drive a little Easter egg car and uh, you and all your large friends decide to pick up her car and turn it sideways in the parking spot. What do you do? What do you do? 
Um, what else? What else do we got here? Uh, Kroger was rough yesterday, guys, and I I don't want to sound the alarm. I don't want to sound um sound the alarm yet. But when I went to Kroger yesterday, there wasn't shit on the shelves. Um, uh, I decided that I'm leaning towards the fact that it was Monday and they probably get their truck on Tuesday. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's that way. Um, but man, meat case was a meat case was empty. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the freezer sections were empty. And the biggest problem is when I went to buy tortillas, the tortillas were fucking gone. You ever go to the grocery store and there's like a million packages or tortillas, soft tortillas for burrito, like burrito coverings. Guys, we're out of burrito coverings. Oh no, <laughs> out of burrito coverings. <laughs> uh, so there's like usually a shelf and they're just stacked. We get the big extra large ones, white flour tortillas. Those are the ones we like completely empty the next shelf the little tiny ones completely empty the corn tortillas the crappy ones um gone wheat low calorie all gone Corey pointed out that it's probably because we're in a war with mexico and texas now <laughs> chris dixon says enough drunk guys can't chew yeah oh well move a car <laughs> you think we were sober <laughs> John Palmer says everyone has been stuck at home and the trucks have not been running. Backwoods says those big stores get daily deliveries. I don't know about that one. It looked like they were putting stuff away, so they might have got their delivery. Do they get them in the on the weekend too? I don't know. Hopefully it's not this Mexican-American war, a Mexican-American-American war. Is it a Mexican-American-American war? Is that what we would call this? Or is this another American-American war? I love I saw the meme yesterday that said, if America saw Amer what America was doing to America, or uh, the United States saw what the, the United States was doing to the United States, the United States was in, would invade the United States to stop the United States from doing what it was doing to the United States. <laughs> UPS delivers groceries. Jesus, it's going to be two weeks before I can get a burrito cover. <laughs> our, our, Chris Dixon says, our grocery truck comes Tuesday in case you want to do some fast and furious shit. I don't have anywhere to store all the excess burrito covers. But can you get me the can you get me the route the truck takes and uh, and a team of of guys with nitrous fueled um, rice burners so we can overtake the truck and steal the burrito covers? <laughs> Tim says every time I ask, maybe it'll be on the truck that comes tomorrow or Tuesday. That's uh, every time I ask about the dog food at Tractor Supply. Oh, the truck comes Friday. I'm like, lady, it is Friday. <laughs> Uh, 
Backwoods Butcher says, New Hampshire sent troops down. We're on the right side. Dude, there is no right side. Gingerbread says, old reference. Are you talking about burrito coverings? It's not old when you watch it at least once every other week. <laughs> once a month. <laughs> the mustard and the burrito coverings. Kyle says, Brian with a ski mask and a St. Bernard. Where's the fucking mustard? <laughs> Give me the mustard. Nobody gets hurt. Fast and the Furious one. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch that one once every other week, <laughs> once a month. Um, it usually takes about a year to get through the whole series. What are they up to? Like uh, Fast and Furious seventeen. Um, my grand, my grandma forgot to put it in park and went through the front of the butcher or the barber shop. Hip <laughs> says I might, I might know a guy who knows some guys. Hook me up with the cars and the speed. Oh, anyway, guys, we're in an hour. I got to wrap this up. This has been a lot of fun. I enjoy. Um... <laughs> to the princess, a St. Bernard, he brings a gang. I'm bringing all three. <laughs> That's why we need all the cars. <laughs> they don't have very big seats. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Dixon says in today's climate, it's the fat and the furious. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. That's enough. That's enough. We will come back tomorrow. We'll talk about uh, who knows what. I, I do have uh, the Indiana Bell building on my list here that I was going to talk about today. We'll move that off to uh, we'll move that off to the the tomorrow john palmer says uh this is good thing i use uh egg and pork rind crumbs mixed pressed and fried for tortillas no carbs hmm hmm breaking jim jim with the breaking news headline mustard boy robs another store taking only mustard update at 11 <laughs> I bet methamphetamine would have to be involved in that. <laughs> anyway, I'm out of here. I got to get out of here. I appreciate all you guys listening, hanging out, and giving me a chuckle this morning. And uh, if you enjoyed the show, it's always free to hit that like, share, and subscribe. To return value for value to me, please consider joining one of the YouTube membership tiers or listening for, on any value for value platform like Podverse, Wave Lake, or Fountain.fm. Be sure to share this with your grandma because this today's episode was perfectly family friendly. Be sure to visit thelotsproject.com to find out more information and find all my links. Guys, it's Tuesday. It's still early this week. It is definitely still early this week. And um, and have a good one and be sure to keep the mustard off your face. Keep your face clean. Stock up on burrito coverings because this war in Texas might uh might do us all in and not uh and
Jesus.